another edition of from the corner how you guys doing from the corner yeah, no. yeah good from dude. the from the from the corner i'm sure the, the viewers love listening to us just talk about from the corner from the corner from the corner yeah but well you need to apologize to the listeners we we oh right so anyway, they haven't but, heard your expert breakdowns in two weeks yeah actually three weeks so guys we are very sorry um, the white belt jiu-jitsu and the no belt uh, karate, whose dad is a black belt, and uh, Jay, who is a brown belt in absolutely nothing. Uh, I was going to say everything. <laughs> I was going to say life, but uh, we are. We do apologize. We haven't been around since Woodley versus Covington, and we still need to talk about Israel's saggy boobs. We still need to talk about Dominic Reyes. And uh, Polish power. Yeah, we haven't talked about any of that. Yeah. But most importantly, so we'll cover those cards quickly, but most importantly, Drukas Duplessis. Oh, yeah, my lucky boy. Just reminding the fans that South Africa is on the map. You know, people 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 talk about Polish power. My ex say, die. South Afrikaans borders die. South Africa, papi. Oh, papi. Yeah, yeah, so that, that's so, awesome. I'm so stoked. So we'll, we'll, we'll come and cover those cards a little bit and talk about uh, Dom Reyes versus Polish Power. We'll talk about Izzy and uh, Paulo Costa. That Both fights a little bit disappointing, but great results anyway for the champs. Um, but I think we should just start off by saying, well done, Drikas, you've done South Africa proud. Yeah, when we, we, really needed, we really needed something to shout about and you gave it to us. A beautiful yeah. first round knockout win. And, well, he's, and he's suddenly he's ranked after his debut. Yeah, well, is he ranked? Not, not ranked. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, was, yeah um, he's aiming for that top twenty, as he said in his post-fight interview. But, um, but you know, to be honest with you, I was a bit, I was a bit concerned. Um, I, so was he I. Looked very uncomfortable in the first thirty seconds of that fight, and yeah. um, you know, he actually looked uncomfortable for the majority of that fight until he started uh, advancing and and walking Perez down to to some. You know, a point, and then he managed to to land that little left hook off that combination. But yeah. geez, I, I I was super worried. Basically, that's my point. I I, I thought he he looked very uncomfortable. Yeah, he he um, did, and, and it must have been nerves. Also, that's the yeah. biggest fight of his life, and he's twenty six. Yes, and also he's he, not only it's the biggest fight of his life, but the fact that he's also fighting his biggest fight of his life to an <laughs> empty arena with dana white front row so i can imagine that it's a huge that 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 is the most stressful job interview one can ever go through 100 percent. and he also mentioned in his in his post-fight uh interview afterwards with the press guys is that you know there's so much riding on your ufc debut because there's a potential that if you do badly um you might not get another shot at um you know, you might not get another shot at, at, at the UFC. You might get cut immediately. 
do they do they ever do one fight deals um i don't think they do but i don't know how it works i think uh, i think you're right i think if you do very poorly on your debut and if you look very nervous the way drickers did um i think then you might get cut straight away but because he because he took the, the fight on short notice i think that would have been overlooked um however we not even need to, we don't even need to talk about that so there is a yeah. bit of a technical problem with jay yeah yeah let's visual. let's uh let's go let's uh, head on to we'll jay and back. ask him what the hell is he doing with this damn camera <laughs> <laughs> well, well. it just decides to switch itself off whenever it wants to oh uh, okay, okay that's this, that's, is, uh, this is vintage this is vintage uh this is vintage uh from the corner yeah yeah take a but, drink cool. take a drink uh. can can you tell her not to do that anymore dude <laughs> yeah yeah um just don't but, miss my uh, face you know, too much, boys. We, we, we do actually, we have to actually talk to each other because uh, our manager said that most of the fans listening are, I actually want to know about our week. How was your week? Come on, Rock, you go first. Yeah, well, I mean, I've, I'm exhausted, dude. I've had an absolute your birthday ripper. recently. Tell us about that. What's that? Oh, I had my birthday recently. Yeah, dude. Uh, so I, He's I'm turned coming... into Grandpa G now. Yeah, I'm coming Ooh. off, a, I'm coming off a, a, about a four-day bender um, that ended last night. And I'm having a couple <laughs> of rech markers now because, holy shit, uh, you know, with the, myself and the missus being back-to-back -back birthdays, it, is a, is, it usually ends up being about a four-day celebration. So I'm coming off four days of uh, putting my body through some, some stress, and I've got to get back, back into, into shape now. I'm starting to feel a little heavy in the chin. Uh, yeah, and at 36 <laughs> years old, uh, it's, you, can, you can't be doing that no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're coming off four losses and you need a you need a win yeah hundred percent yeah, sure, sure listen i'm gonna come i'm gonna drive all the way over to jared's house and i'm gonna break his camera <laughs> Look, this thing is bumming me out yeah i mean listen well, well, do you do you even have an alternative um, yes he does no i don't really <laughs> are you using using the app on your phone yeah but it's never done this before i don't know why it's been so lame well while you fix it i'll go on a monologue go for that? it brother well, let's let's talk about it what 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 are we what are you talking about well, first because we've had a, we've had a few days of of um a few weeks of hiatus so we need to yeah. give the, the listeners some quality content here brother we've we've missed some good cards yeah so where do we start um, well, uh, thank you firstly to our sponsors, Pocket TV. Uh, we now live on Pocket, so we'll still be on YouTube. Don't be, don't be worried. We, we're not going anywhere. Uh, Papa will talk about the channel thing in a bit. Mm -hmm. um, uh, what we can do is, what we can do is, we can talk about the co-main and the main of UFC 253. So there's a new light heavyweight champion, and that's Polish power Jan Blachowicz. Jan Blachowicz, uh, yeah, uh, what an absolute what a banger hey what a what a great guy to to get that light heavyweight uh, championship but uh dom reyes looked a little bit out of sorts uh, he just didn't want to pull the trigger i thought that uh i think you're right um when i see dom reyes versus uh, a guy like john jones and when i think of what dom reyes would do against a, a kickboxer like tiago santos i get excited um, and that's why I was so excited for this fight. And then you put him against Polish power and Polish power is a strange kind of fighter because you know, he's dangerous if he gets hold of you. Mm -hmm. Um, but, and you, he's deceptively quick actually with his striking. So I'm actually, uh, I'm actually all in. I like this guy as champ. And I think John Jones is not going to waste time at light heavyweight. And I, I think he, he's John Jones is, is the, the goat. He's going to go up to heavyweight 
and try and absolutely maximize his goat status and just go back above Khabib Nurmagomedov for the pound for, for pound. pound for pound number um, one. And uh, I think I think Jones fights Stipe Miocic, um, and I think he he fights hopefully Francis Ngannou. So that light heavyweight division is now setting up perfectly for uh, Polish power versus Thiago Santos, which is a fun fight. Yeah, th- I mean, that, that is a, a, would be a rematch where, where Thiago actually won that fight. But just on the heavyweight right. thing, I, you cannot put Jones ahead of uh, Francis Ngannou. He has, he has really worked his way up over the last two, off, since his loss to Stipe. And obviously there was that little wobbly against Derek Lewis where... It was just a no-go fight. Both of them were too scared to pull the trigger. The The fact remains is Francis has worked his way back to that title shot. And, and I don't think Jones is is good to, 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 take, to, to skip him because he's already been skipped. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm going to agree with you. And also he's beat two massive names. And Ganu's beat Cain uh, Velasquez and Junior JDS, uh, Junior Dos Santos. So... You can't put anyone in front of him. But guess what, baby? We're talking about the Benjamins now. I think John Jones <laughs> versus Stipe, is a, it's a fun fight and it makes more money. Yeah, well, it, it, is, it is a good fight indeed. Uh, it's gonna make, it is going to make a lot of money, but I'm still of the opinion that, that uh, France has got to get that shot, man. But uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting times. I mean, have we, it, how amazing is it right now to be a fight fan? It, it's just, in, it's the best time to you know, to be a fight fan there's there's just so much content like after you know obviously the ufc were the first to come back with their with their sport uh bringing mma yeah. back and then obviously the the rest of the uh, stuff followed but there is just so much happening right now and i think the ufc in particular has been the best off in terms of sports coming back to to television and and putting fights and and events on yeah, man, uh, I have to say, like, just uh, go a little bit off track. I mean, I started watching MMA about five years ago when McGregor was coming up the ranks, probably four, about four years ago. Um, I always knew about Anderson, the spider silver, um, and I watched like some of the main events where he fought. Uh, but when McGregor fought Nate Diaz, that's when I was all in. And I have to say, look, it never really went away during COVID. These guys made sure that they put shows on. It was it was probably gone for about a month, uh, in the in the height of the lockdowns. Yeah, uh, I mean lockdown. it was just it was really just the London card and then the Brazil card that had no um, that had no fans. That was the first card and then they called well, off the London card. And shame, I right. feel so sorry for Leon Edwards not to also digress too much. But yeah. yeah, I mean like just going to my point again. There's just so much to talk about and so much happening. Um, it's yeah. crazy. But I like the way on From the Corner, we always go back to the UFC's welterweight division. And it gives yeah. me a chance. It gives me a chance just to trash Ben Ashkren once again. But anyway, moving on. Oh, I think we got Jay back, boys. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Jay's back. Jay, that was an upgrade, eh? <laughs> we, we, need to, we need to go quite quickly, but take us through Israel's sagging boob. What is this called? What is it? I think it's called gyno Ga- mass- yeah, yeah, so apparently it's called gyno... Yeah, they just call it gyno because it, yeah. Gyno yeah. Yeah, so apparently the whole situation is um, weightlifters or extreme sport people get it from roiding a bit too much. And they, uh, it, it collects testosterone in their pectoral region. Ooh. And they um, just start getting saggy boobs. But, I mean, 
Yeah, Izzy's been very open about it and he claims that it's been an issue that he has had previously. And um, I, I know he went for a checkup because people going like, you know, it could be cancer. Um, no, he, he made a joke about stress. that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, yeah. What, did he, what did he actually say when they asked him about his pick? Just, just for the listeners who aren't aware, he's got like his, his, his sort of, his, let's say his, yeah, his left up. pick. His left pick is fine. And his right pick looks a little bit like, mm, I don't know. I don't want to go into teach. all the shapes of boobs, but he, it looks like a bit curvy. And there's a bit of a sag where one would have, where his other pick looks very solid. Uh, and the gynomastias apparently happens in both nipples. Yes. So it's strange that he's only got it in one. What did he actually say? So I uh, can't remember who you were speaking to. Was it in the press conference? I mean, oh uh, no, the press, press press conference. He kind of blew it off, but I saw a um, post fight podcast. I, I think it was yeah, Ariel, yeah. And I mean, they were both super honest, and he spoke about it. And he was just like, it's definitely he would never touch this stuff in his life. Uh, he's never roided ever, and yeah. So he Ooh. went for a checkup, but I haven't heard back on what the outcome of the checkup was. So there we go. There's there's some some gyna example there. That's yeah. pretty crazy, now, I, man. Yeah, can I just say that I that does look horrible. Um, you know, you would never want uh, your boobs to look like that. It's not saying anything bad about boobs. Just you, you, you <laughs> yeah. want them to be. You don't want them to to, to demorph. Yeah. Um, so I don't think he does steroids. I'm no. putting it out there. I think he's clean. Uh, that's a strange. These guys are doing a lot of strange things to their bodies when it comes to hormones and i think if you can you know when we're like I'll, I'll i'll quote uncle chael chael says performance enhancing drugs everyone's on performance enhancing drugs and he's not saying it in the nate diaz way he's saying it in a way that if you drink an energade before a fight it's a you're enhancing, enhancing your performance yeah or if you take yeah. an asthma pump as well apparently well yeah that's not allowed I and mean, we found out the hard way with uh, yeah. greg hardy but um <laughs> good but, old yeah, greg hardy so i think these guys are taking who knows how toxic but the mixtures of enzymes and proteins and creatine yeah. and a bunch of shit that they do to enhance their performance in, in the in the octagon and i think izzy's clean of steroids but probably guilty of every other thing under the sun that you can get away with yeah i wouldn't be surprised yeah he's doing stuff legally but um and who knows that could have caused it i mean we we're not doctors we haven't checked yeah. him up so and if you if you just pan the camera down a bit oh i've got a lot of testosterone on i've got a lot of testosterone in the and there's no sag there yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just another okay. talking point for everyone you know it's 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 everybody well, grabs onto it so so with dear life to like oh he's got you know he has to be um taking roids or or using peds to to get the performances that he gets but uh i truly believe yeah. that he he is a a he's a killer yeah well, I, I like what you did there with that innuendo you were talking about his boobs and you said grab onto it um <laughs> should, we, should we should we just uh should we move on to the fight so izzy versus costa biggest fight in the middleweight division yeah. since bisping versus gsp in my opinion um and uh is he it was uh, just a know, clean clean somebody out. yeah somebody's oh had to go they were both unbeaten and izzy just showed a kickboxing masterclass from a guy that's a very dangerous kickboxer actually yeah yeah 
Lots of showboating yeah, from uh, from Costa during, in, in, in those exchanges where, you know, it's a simple uh, factor of <laughs> when when a guy reacts, when a fighter reacts to, to certain things like uh, strikes, that's when you know they're hurt. And yeah. he was chopping that leg, that lead leg down. Uh, his leg was trash. In it looked so round. brutal. It Yo. was trash. And a lot of people brought um, the the fact that he had cupping marks on uh, his his calves. That had nothing to do with it. Cupping and stuff is, I think, it's just for for muscle recovery from yep. training a lot and and all that kind of jazz. But he he got chopped down faster than yo. I mean, literally, Israel Adesanya went logging. Yeah. I think, uh, sorry, Jay, go for it. Did you want to say something? No, I was just going to say, like, I mean, even though uh, Izzy Flippin just dominated, it was quite weird that Costa just didn't advance at all. He didn't try and grapple. He kind of just stood there and just tried to take it. Uh, I, was he waiting for Izzy to, like, burn out? Or was he wait? Like, it was such a weird game plan. And I've heard his coaches say that that wasn't the plan. He yeah. was doing his own thing in that fight. So it was just very, I don't know what was going through his head. You know, I, I think, I think he uh, it's, it was the biggest fight of his life as well. And it, I think that like your UFC debut, sometimes your first title shot, you can freeze. And uh, whether there's 60,000 people in the arena or six people in the arena, I think it's such a big fight for him. He froze. Yeah. Because when I see a guy showboating, and he was showboating in round one, and he got uh, TKO finished, a finished loss in round two. Um, so when I see a guy showboating, it makes me think he's trying to get in Izzy's head, but Izzy's just landing this vicious kick to yeah. his shit. And Izzy's game plan was brilliant. I don't want to take yeah. anything away from Izzy. I just think he's brilliant. Yeah, uh, totally. I think Costa wants a rematch because he wants to try dive in. And I yeah. think if he gets a rematch, Izzy's going to do the same thing, quite honestly. It's, it's funny you said to get into Izzy's head. I think the only way you're going to get in Izzy's head is if you kick him in the head and he goes down. That's the only way you're going <laughs> to get in his head. That, you're right. That guy has nerves of steel. I mean, I've yeah. never seen him nervous. He, he, he walked out to a sold-out crowd, I don't know, 100,000 people in, I think it was in uh, Melbourne when he fought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he did his little break dance. And he dances before a fight. Who else has ever done that? I mean, that means you, you can't possibly have any nerves whatsoever. I mean, it's just, it's like, you know, you're going to come out. I mean, you've, you've still got to pull off the dance. You yeah. Know? yeah. You, 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 so, I mean, you're putting I, so much pressure on yourself. Yeah. So I'll give you guys an example from my life. Um, I've played uh, in the fourth team at Old Mutual for the last couple of years, you know, in my getting into my later years in footy yeah, my legs, I'm not going to be able to have the pace of Cristiano Ronaldo forever. But uh, <laughs> when, and also just action cricket. So when we play action cricket, then we, we, our team does well. We make it to sort of the third division, which is a quite a good, quite a good level of cricket, actually, uh, if I don't say so myself. <laughs> um, but when, when you play in a knockout and you win, so now we, we've won the quarterfinal, we win the semifinal, when you get to that final and, and they give you that bat and say, go stand, and it's your turn to try score or whatever, 12 runs in 12 balls, you, there's, you're feeling very nervous. The stomach's going crazy, um, butterflies. Uh, and I can just, it takes me back to that Drickers Duplessis fight. Also with soccer, if you, uh, I've been in a semifinal where I needed to take a penalty and the score was 0-0. 
thank God I scored the penalty. But there was there were days the one the time I'm thinking about I scored. But there were days yeah. where I, there were days where I was yeah. nervous and I missed. Um, and it just yeah it makes me think of these guys um, because I think the consequences for them losing are so much worse as well. They end yeah they could get knocked out and wake up a very long time later and it's embarrassing yeah. to get knocked out in your underwear yeah. in front of. 60,000 people. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this yeah, guy's that, got nerves that is, of as steel. raw as you get, eh? That is as raw yeah. as you yeah. get. No, I mean, totally. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to jump. So, uh, jump. So let's carry on about the, the Israel uh, fight. Correct. Coming. So, they, they so I mean... Do you yeah, carry yeah. on? No, I was going to say, let's go to Holly Holm. So well, we, well, I do want to yeah. talk about the humping. I mean, the, you know, he not oh, only yes. dismantled uh, Paula Costa, he literally humiliated him after the fight and now yeah. you saw after the fight uh, he was still on fight island just after the fight just fresh stitches going i'm going to kill him and uh, <laughs> this human trash you yeah. see what he did to me after the fight um it, it was it, it's interesting to see and 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 he's still persistent with those messages messages saying i want that fight dana white give me a rematch dude there's no rematch there's no there's yeah. no contract you got beaten so handedly that you you got to work your way back up. Yeah, totally. Look, um, I, I'm I'm going to I have a slightly different opinion of it. Okay, um, let's hear it. Firstly, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> firstly, you're wrong. No, um, no, firstly, just on the fight, I think if he if he beats a, a Darren Till and a Robert Whitaker, he can fight Israel Adesanya again. Um, but he might find himself up against somebody like comes out so we'll we'll put that one we'll put yeah. that away quickly for now before we get carried away again yes but it, on, in terms of um the bad sportsmanship so just for the just for the listeners he uh he sort of made like a, a humping motion he dry humped him ah oh, uh, he rode him bad. like a horse uh for me that's just bad sportsmanship and yeah, i don't think, I'll I don't dig think it. i think israel humiliates himself more when he does that so that's yeah. my opinion i um, yeah, you look, I mean, you got, also you got to look at um, the country you're representing. Um, for instance, look at Connor. There's a lot of the Irish population that do not like that he represents Ireland because of his brash behavior and the way he is and all that kind of stuff. Um, but but then again, listen, you know how disrespectful it is to someone to like throw a white belt at them at the face offs. You know, he was really trying to get in his head where... I thought the interaction between Izzy and uh, Costa was very genuine on, on, on Izzy's part and, and actually on Costa's part. They actually, at the time, I think they were both so surprised that they saw each other that they, they both their guards were down and they didn't know how to react and they were yeah, just yeah. cordial with each other. To, to say that I was in his head and I sized him up and said, you look skinny and all that kind of jazz. I, I honestly, they think that they caught themselves off guard and their natural instinct was to be how they were both brought up being cordial with each other. Also, they've got to yeah. get to the fight. You know, you can't be suspended or, you know, get a medical suspension for argy bargy and end up with a cut on your on your uh, brow or whatever the case may be. I just think um, the, the Adesanya thought, uh, felt so disrespected also because of that um that 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 press conference where he had a whole bunch of his yes men and, and adesanya um or adesanya um <laughs> <laughs> uh, had all of these people like laughing at every comment paulo had to say and you could actually hear it in the broadcast anyway that's enough yeah, on that I'm i just okay. think he he, yeah. he he was like 
I told you so, and I'm now I'm gonna give it to you hard. And now yeah. he hasn't stopped on stopped on social media. Well, there's no doubt, hands down. Besides anything before, or after Izzy won with a flippin' beautiful fight. So there it is. Boom. Yeah. I mean, and, and just just to add to that, and, and I think no, we're done. <laughs> no, the white belt. Uh, him throwing a white belt. Oh, come on, that's banter. No, no the dry sure. humping thing. That's not banter. That's bullshit. So you we'll see so. what Dana does. Probably docks a bit of money off his purse. I don't know. Uh, they, they, these guys shouldn't have any time for poor sportsmanship. It's just bullshit. Yeah. Um, I like the guys that get into a fist fight and then hug each other afterwards. That's what it's all about, really. It's a sport. Can I, I agree. just ask uh, ask Jared a question? Yeah. Yes. Yes. What, what's happened to Dan? Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, what I'm, happened I'm to you? He's he's got he's got that guy, no, bro. It's just affecting Is his it brain. Now that as we're well. on yeah. Pocket TV, you you trying to keep it PC, bro? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've 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 always been uh, speak my mind, and I sometimes get in trouble with all sorts of uh, human rights activists. But uh, I'm also <laughs> a human rights activist, so let's chat. Come on, the <laughs> yeah, moving on. So next, Holly Holm. That's the next, the last main event that we saw um not really oh yeah sorry the last main event uh, yeah, yeah. look i mean not let's let's not go too much into Rez blachowicz i mean we we, we dealt with that in the, no, in the beginning we done no we done I, I was gonna say there's another main event we need to talk about which is marlon marias okay but just but that's two, two the, quick yeah two quick uh takeaways brandon royval keep your eyes on it people listening um this i hope to this is a this is the reason why this podcast uh, is you know to to create awareness to to the people in 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 our in our circles yeah brandon royval check him out he is a stone cold killer and um yeah, yeah he was amazing i mean we could go into lots of uh lots of other details diego sanchez and all that kind of stuff but uh holly home versus Irene aldana it was a who's gonna start i mean I, I, it was a clinic yeah you go for it well, all right. So, I I I was high on Aldana coming into the fight, um, and I, I really like her boxing. I really like the way she's aggressive and she walks forward and stuff. But Holly Holm is just she's such a she's. I mean, have you seen her just before she starts around how she paces up and down the corners? Yeah, and she's just go 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 go. And I couldn't believe that she managed to keep the same energy throughout throughout five rounds um and you know it's quite an annoying fighting style for me to watch because it's back up back up blitz forward back up back up circle yeah. circle blitz forward back up back up blitz forward circle 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 um it, it was frustrating to watch and and they both kept on circling to the same direction so like it was literally watching a merry-go-round for five rounds yeah but that was they were both circling off their power hands um, and um, avoiding, obviously, power, uh, certain strengths in, that they each had identified in their game. But at the end of the day, Holly Holm with a dominant, dominant performance beating uh, Irene Aldana. Nothing much more to say about that. No, I, yeah. I'm, I'm happy with your analysis of that one. I'm Brilliant. 100% agree. Brilliant. Is is that some yeah. uh, some 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 support from from the man himself, the official 
white belt <laughs> no i'm only joking that, um yeah thanks man i like to i like to 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 put a spin on things uh, oh, uh, just joking um any yeah. anything else also jermaine duran me from that card looked amazing so you might see a jermaine uh holly home too oh give me that yeah anything else from that card that that's uh stuck out to you I mean, stood out to you? Stuck out. Stuck out. Um, no, I think no. just the main event for me, yeah. Okay. Well, just a, a quick mention. Uh, Dasko uh, Todorovic dominated. He's a 10-0 guy coming out of Serbia. Uh, dominated Dequan Townsend, who's actually quite a, a seasoned vet. He's got 21-12 and 12 record. And, uh, yeah, so definitely one to watch for sure. And then uh, uh, I don't think there was. Uh, let me just check. Roy, the, oh, Carlos Condit coming up for the win against Court McGee. Um, yeah, there was uh, some weird things happening in there. But then also Loma Loma Luke boomed me with some crazy Muay Thai um, to get get a win as well. So that that was pretty cool. Um, but other than that, bro, it is. It was a. It was a fun card. It was. There's nothing to complain about. Yeah, yeah, I mean, t t tell us a little bit about Roy Royval. I see his nickname's Raw Dog. Yeah, him and Darren Till are having a little bit of an argument who who came out with the first. Um, oh, but yeah, okay. Brandon Royval came out. He was fighting Kai Kara France out of City Kickboxing. Very popular um, gym at the moment under Eugene Behrman. And uh, Kai Kara France is no slouch. Uh, Brandon Royval just came out and he, he got dropped, but he got dropped and then threw a spinning back elbow and mm. connected. Just such a, I think, I don't even know if it got a performance bonus, but I think he did. But then he eventually caught uh, um, Kara France in a, sta in a standing guillotine. But uh, he jumped guard and, and caught him in a guillotine and managed to to get the w but super exciting fight that is definitely my fighter my fighter to watch soon uh coming out of the flyweight division cool and i okay, feel a bit, little bit bad for Kai Kara France. by the way while we're talking about flyweights uh madfit actually little the little giant bokang uh he trains at madfit uh, just for his i think it's just for his jiu-jitsu uh when he's in cape town so he trains with uh brandon the prof hoff Okay. And I, I rolled against Little Bokhan. Oh, nice. When was oh, this, wow. dude? Tell, tell us and about it. And he, and, he, and he subbed me. He's actually quite good at I had to tap. He's quite good at Awesome. Uh, well, I mean, that's that's what you're there for. You're there to learn. Jeez, to make you tap you is a, quite hard, eh? I've also given <laughs> you an undertaking, uh, Dan. Had, didn't, I, didn't you and I have an undertaking uh, uh, the last time we saw each other? Well, I didn't want to break your arm. That's why you didn't tap. No, man. You said that I, uh, you, you've given me... Oh, are you talking about your commitment? Oh, you're talking about your commitment? Yeah. Uh, tell us about it. I was but there. You, I saw you, a handshake and I saw everything. Yeah. So you said to me that 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 I need to come and do a couple of sessions down with you at the at the gym. And I, I said I've got to get in shape, get which I haven't brown started belt doing put. yet. Which I haven't started doing yet, but um, I, I I will take you up on it if 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 you make it fun for me, bro. I'll make it very unfun. At first. <laughs> um, yeah. No, so the, the, with Jits, just like anyone that's actually wanting to join, it's a very addictive sport. You'll absolutely love it. Uh, the first few weeks do suck. Just get ready. Uh, you're going to hurt. You, you're not going to break any bones, but you're going to get hurt. Uh, your throat's going to have to get conditioned. Ah, ah, you're going to 
talk like that for a few weeks. Speaking of my throat every, from this weekend. Everything gets stronger though, and then your body starts. I'm, I'm even doing strength training now because I kept on getting injured again when I went back. Uh, about two months ago, I went back and I kept on getting a new little dumb injury every week, like a tricep or a leg. Yeah, yeah. A, uh, so what happens when you get old, eh, Dan? <laughs> no, I think it's it's a bit of Listen, old age. And you're not far off from me, doing. Dan. I'm one year younger, yeah. I'm right there. You're not there. one year younger. You're a couple of months younger. You turn 36, right? Yeah. But, uh, I'm still 34 right now, baby. Oh, you yeah. really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Okay. You can tell in that baby face. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's yeah. just because I do jiu-jitsu. So that's why I look younger. Oh, uh, right, no, right. For sure, yeah. for sure. My secret. Um, anyway <laughs> yeah well listen this is what podcasts are all about bro this is about chatting shooting the shit with the boys so yeah so, so um, I, I, i'm saying i'm saying we we have a big card to talk about yes absolutely um take us take us through the prelims that really caught your attention the the one prelim that really caught my eyes i don't know if you guys think this was a fun fight but um give me one sec it was the two ladies Tracy Cortez versus Stephanie oh, Hager. I thought that was how, fun. Okay, listen, without being that guy, how cute yeah. is Tracy Cortez? Uh, yeah, very. I don't know if oh, I watched that fight. She's super cute. We, she has this weird, have you seen, and that she's got that weird tattoo on her arm. It's like someone uh, wearing a UFC t-shirt and a New York Yankees cap. Uh, oh. Yeah, I just noticed, the, uh, I thought she, and she's got diamonds in her teeth. Do you know, it's not, a, it's not actually... Um, a UFC t-shirt it's a gray hoodie and it's a tattoo of Papa G oh wow okay great I thought that was a great fight and there were some great scrambles in that fight as well um was that yeah. the prelim card yeah, yeah. The prelim. They, they start uh they were second oh, on the prelim. it was Tracy Cortez versus Stephanie Egger I thought yeah Egger, look at it it ended up in a it ended up in a decision and there were a lot of fun knockouts on this card and pre-cheapers. But I thought it was a good fight to watch. I just thought it was very back and forth battle. I thought uh yeah, Cortez dominated it, but there were times where Ega had I don't know, I, I liked maybe she was it's because she was good looking. Who knows? Yeah, well also Ega <laughs> Ega was very long for the for the division. Yeah. She was slim. Absolutely. She could wrap you up with those legs and, and arms like like uh and, especially against the smaller fighters um, but i was it was a yeah, debut it, though hey okay and but also it was cool because they were taking each other down so it's yeah. like okay i can see you're a very good grappler i'm gonna take you down anyway yeah yeah uh, i, I kind of like that I, I know cortez sort of towards the end of the fight dominated and made uh Ega look a bit ordinary but i i thought it was a fun fight yeah I she don't was cool i really this, i this really card, enjoy joy tracy cortez she's she's really great uh, in the scrambles on the ground and transitioning to, uh, f- uh, and attacking from from different positions, I really enjoyed that. Um, just just from the prelim side, Bruno Silva versus Tagir Ulambekov was seriously it went to a decision. Uh, Bruno Silva had such a a, a a size disadvantage, yet to yet put on such a great performance against this guy. Um, who, who who's considered a very big prospect? I mean, I mean, he was thirteen and one, and oh, Bruno Silva is ten and five. Another one was Giga Chikadze. That was fun. They baited each other from the beginning uh, bell to the end. It was it was uh, a really fun uh, one to watch. And then G- Giga Chikadze actually took Morales's uh, 
his his O. Yeah, well. Are we are we talking about the same? Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, they were I, I think stars. I think we're missing. I think we're missing the main uh, sort of fight on the prelim card, which was no, Joaquin. Well, no- we were gonna, Joaquin I was going to say let's out. deal with the we'll save the best for last, but let's let's yeah. go straight to it. Well, we literally I, I think those, the best KO in in yeah. UFC history. Well, it's I have to say biggest. those last three fights of the prelims were all pretty decent. They were all Ooh, amazing fire. TKOs. But that flippin' Impa Buckley fight was fire from the beginning and it just ended with the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so Joaquim, Joaquim Buckley threw a kick at Impa Kasangai. Kasanganai? Kasanganai, yeah. And, and uh, Kasanganai caught the kick and Buckley no, turned no, no, around. No, Buckley caught the kick. Oh, yeah, Kasanganai, sorry. So Kasanganai caught the kick and Buckley turned around with his other leg and just threw a evil, vicious, flying roundhouse jumping. Oh, there it is. Oh, so he catches the kick. Now you would think, Boom! keep that hand up. Oh, he oh. yeah. So the, the, the round, oh, the brutal. sort of round, uh, what, what, what do you, what would Joe Rogan call it? I think that's a, it's a, it's, it's a spinning, a spinning, heel, spinning, spinning, yeah. it's spinning heel back. Kick. Spinning back kick, yeah. No, it's a spinning back kick because he, he doesn't hit him with his heel. He actually kicks it quite straight. Check the eyes so, there. Because yeah, Sangana is ex, expecting it to come around and it actually just comes very straight. And yeah, his blocking insane, hand does man. nothing for him. Yo, so, that's insane. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I, s- I saw a clip of um, Jean F- uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme in a movie doing exactly that. And they're like, this is crazy. This belongs in a movie. This is, I've no one's seen yeah. that live before. No one's ever hit that before. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's nuts, man. Absolutely so crazy. So we also, um, uh, yeah, just, uh, just by the way, there are some social media burns on the, yeah, on sure. card. at the end. Yeah. Got it. I've got them. I can see um, them. But should we, should we progress to the main card? Yeah, yes, absolutely. Uh, just, just quickly. One, one thing is uh, obviously Joaquin Buckley, you can't, can't deny the guy. That's for me one of the best knockouts. That and Alistair Overeem in Ghana knockout. That was mm. crazy. Uh, Chris Dorcas with a very quick finish, and then another guy, Tom Breeze, who's an, uh, a British fighter that I really enjoy watching. Super awkward on the mic, which makes it kind of make you love him, which is which is which is great. Um, so main card. Let's start from the top. Uh, Corey Sandhagen with an absolute masterclass Ma- yeah perfection of perfect fight yeah. perfect fight yeah so just just from my take this one was a fun fight because it looked like they and this is a stacked division the the bantamweight division in the ufc yeah. has got absolute killers in it now marais i think at the start of this fight was ranked one yeah because he's only lost against the, the former champ suhudo and sandhagen was i think ranked four because he's got a loss against sterling which was a bit of a freak of a loss if you ask me mm-hmm. but i think i'd love to see them go again but um so another side note you can't deny sterling a title there but let's get back to the they, they're fobbing him off but carry on yeah we'll come back to that but it was a fun fight it was a fun fight and i think sandhagen just um you know both of these guys have pedigree there's a reason why marais is ranked so highly uh in that yeah. division and it's in such a stacked ufc division well i mean remember um, he also beat jose aldo but, he was coming yeah, off a win. He did. Was it at one thirty-five? Yeah. Mirage. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, he sne- He snuck a win. He snuck a win versus Aldo. Yeah, he snuck uh, the win, win. Hence, he didn't get the title shot. Uh, Aldo yes. did. But it was weird. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like Dana thought that he that he had lost the fight, 
And so he gave Aldo the title. Anyway, Correct. I'm getting digressed again. What I just wanted to say was, <laughs> I digress again, but what I just wanted to say was, I think that uh, uh, Corey Sandhagen is, is legit martial arts talent. The way yeah. he imposed his will throughout that. Was it a second round? Was it a... Second round. Uh, second TKO. round. Yeah. He, he, he In the first round was very evenly matched. And then Sandhagen just saw some openings and went for it. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable amazing. finish as well. It was, yeah. it was the spinning heel kick, eh? Spinning heel over kick. The corp, over the corp. And just... Yeah, right behind the ear. Ooh, oh, yeah. it was beautiful. Then there was a little bit of a rumble tumble, trying to gain his... Uh, he was trying to get his, his bearings, and then he just rained, rained some ground and pound on him, and then the ref stopped it. It was, it was, yeah. it was, that, it was just such a perfect performance by, by Sanagan. I've been hiring mm. him for quite a long time. Um, he's, he's had, he suffered two devastating losses, but he's, he's doing well. And he's, mm, I, as far know. as I'm concerned, if you look at the rankings, let's have a look at the rankings quickly. Um, yeah. and, we, and just on that, I'd say he's lost against Aljamain Sterling. It was a first round sub, but I don't think it's a devastating loss. Like it, like you would, like if it was a first, as if it was a first round knockout, especially in something like a sport like boxing. I yeah. think he can get away with that one because it was a freak. I think it was a freak win by, by Sterling. Yeah, and that's my for sure. opinion. For sure. So, so um, we've Go got that's ba uh, bantamweight. We've All got. Right, there we go. Read us um, the top eight. Well, Marais is number one. Then you got Sterling. Um, so Sanhagen sitting at four. He just beat Marais at one. So he'll, the only and up. he's just lost to to Aljo. So Aljo Peter Yarn is Poito Yarn or whatever you're going to call him is going. They're going to fight for the title. I don't listen. We we can go into why they haven't announced that fight yet. I have no idea why they're waiting. Um, I have just the only heard thing. Michael Bisping say it's because Suhudo is back in the mix. Mm. Yeah. So Suhudo might run and get that shot, but we don't know. It's only speculation. So the next thing for, for Corey Sanhagen is just to wait to see what happens for the Bantamweight title because he's the number yeah. one contender. And then Cody, yeah. remember, Cody's now injured. He's got a torn bicep. And Cody's gone down to, to Flower to fight Davison which has now been put off now davison is uh fighting um perez so where does Corey sanhagen go nowhere where does marlon go i think marlon drops to under sandhagen and they keep sterling at two that's yeah. what i think we'll see tomorrow because they change the rankings on tuesday nights yeah and and in his in his post-fight uh interview he said there's only two people that are worthy is yeah, frankie nah. and then the winner uh, Frankie and um, who, uh, who was the other one? Isn't it the winner of Yan and Yeah, that's Sterling? it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Sure. I mean, I'm, I'm all in for that winner of Yan and Sterling. I don't know. Sure. Uh, who, who did Frankie Edgar beat recently? Um, um, he beat. Shit, who did he beat? Yeah, what's wrong with us? Let me look. <laughs> well, uh, why don't, why don't was... uh, we look it up? Yeah. I'm looking it up right now. Okay, Shots. Cool. I was, I'm just lazy to yeah, pull it up. So, okay. So then let's carry on while, while Jay is looking that up. Um, so. Look, the only, the only other fight I remember on that whole card. But Ekes is South Afrikaans of Boer. Drikus du Plessis. Yeah. Drikus. Did you hear what Brian Campbell called him? Because uh, Drikus ended up on... Uh, 
on morning combat because of really? uh, Marcus. Yeah, because of only because oh. of Marcus Perez's Joker thing. They both laughed it off, said it was stupid because it's it's played itself out. It's, he's done it before on multiple occasions, and now he's lost. So he's got to retire that gimmick. But um, yeah. uh, he called Marcus. him Driscus Duples Duplessis. Driscus. Duplessis. <laughs> Duplessis. <laughs> so Brian Campbell's got to get his South African pronunciation right. And I gotta, yeah. I've got to give a personal shout out because Dan Hardy watches this show and he said, yes. Driscus Duplessis. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Thank you, Dan. Yeah. You know, Brian, I can't, I, can't, I, I, can't be in, I can't be in two places at once. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. That was good. That was I'm good. Okay, so Fra Frankie Edgar's last fight was Pedro. Pedro Munoz, Munoz, that was it. Yes, that was it. No, no, Frankie Edgar's last fight. Was that it? Yeah, Pedro yeah, Munoz. Yeah, yeah. They Frank, went five yeah. rounds. Uh, ah, yeah. okay. And yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah. Cool. Thank you, Jay. Uh, but, uh, then, but but we, we can't ignore Edson Barbosa versus Marquan Americani, Mr. Finland. He called the fight with uh, Edson and um, he he was, you know, Edson's come down now to, to featherweight, has had one win. He looks great at featherweight. Yeah, yeah. Um, he always looks great. Yeah, but he, <laughs> he, he looks like he manages the 45-pound division well. Uh, excuse me. Yeah. He... Um, at 55 he he looked like a right size 55er but at 45 he looks like a right size 45er so it's weird and he's got the hair grown out he's got the beard and stuff i love his look uh he looked great marquan is a great fighter um very very crafty individual but uh edson came out with a win so that's two and oh now in the featherweight division he's called he's mentioning names like max holloway and all that kind of stuff so that's gonna that could be fun yeah are you sure it's two and oh yeah, two and zero. He beat uh, who did he last beat in featherweight? He bought he fought uh, uh, Dan Ige, I think it was. Oh, uh, but it, yeah, Dan Ige beat him by split decision. Oh. So, yeah, he was the uh, other he, featherweight. No, he fought. He lost. He lost a split decision to Paul Falder. No, that's at, at lightweight. lightweight. Yeah, before that, so he's, he's one. He's one and one at featherweight. Um, but he needed a win. He was on a three-fight losing did he streak. Did he lose to Dan Ige? Yeah. Uh, that's what um, that's what I pulled up now because I remember it being a very close fight, but I, I thought that he was one and one. Um, uh, maybe because I scored that for him, maybe. Correct, probably, and it was extremely <laughs> close. No, it was. It was. Um, it was. I scored that fight for would, Edson. Yeah, I would like to see him versus. Uh, yeah, versus Max Holloway would be an incredibly fun no, fight. But that's either. like wait, he won't get that fight. Max is way too high up. But, but, yeah, yeah but, um, you know. You'd have to go for someone Barboza. like Josh Emmett or something first. Barboza's got a name. Holloway, Volkanovski, I mean, three. They were too close. you got to have the rubber match. No, no. Give, no, give no. Holloway, um, give Holloway Zabit, I think. Oh, oh give, yes. Oh, now we're talking. Oh, that would be fun, yeah. <laughs> what a, what is Zabit? Wait, you've changed your mind now because you didn't want him to fight. Uh, no, I, 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 I did change my mind because I wanted Holloway versus Barbosa. But if 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 Barbosa is not going to get that fight, then let's see. A, I want I want Holloway to have a big fight. If Holloway goes, if Holloway is not going to stay at featherweight because I think he's a big boy, then I'd love to see Max Holloway versus Hooker at lightweight. Dan Ooh. Hooker would be a fun Ooh. fight as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's just me. That's just me digressing again. But I, I would, yeah, I, sure. I, Max Holloway is my favorite fighter, so. I'll well, take any chance I get to I think about it. I think we both agree in our favorite fighter then. Um, then just yeah. another another quick one to say, um, 
Tom Aspinall from one of uh, Darren Tarendil's um, teammates. Very quick finish again. Uh, so he's looking good. Uh, he looked very sharp. Um, his, his, his opponent didn't. So I'm interested Oof. to see what he, what he does um, going forward. And then also another very good fight was the opener. Also went to decision was Yusuf Salal versus Ilya Tupuria, where Ilya Tupuria uh, remains undefeated at 9-0. And Zalal is no pushover. So that, yeah. that's another guy to look out for. And, and don't sleep on Zalal. He, he's, he's still a, a brilliant, brilliant fighter. All right. And have we have we covered? Uh, did we did we mention that Drikas Duplessis also won by knockout in the first? Round? <laughs> yes, yes, and we did mention <laughs> in the opening that he looked very uncomfortable doing it, and I'm yeah. hoping that he doesn't. Look, I, one day it's we're gonna, it. one day we're gonna he, interview gonna, him, so I don't want to piss him off too too quickly. No, no. Look, he, he looked he looked a bit nervous, but he he absolutely delivered. He held his own. Eh? He delivered. Yeah. I think yeah. I think the opening nerves really got to him, and. Uh, and he admitted it, but yeah. he, it, it, it was, he was reacting to the feints yeah. like crazy. And, and when like, he, what is yeah, going it was on? strange. When he was kicking, he also really... He was, he he was, was arching his back so much. Yeah. He, was, he, was he was turning very rigidly because he yeah. didn't want to get uh, counted. But you yeah. know what? That win will give him bags of confidence. And I think yeah. he's going to go on a streak. I really think he's going to go on a run. And uh, you know what? A better guy to be a champion. Yeah. Flippin' seems like <laughs> the nicest O. He's in. He's in the middle. Uh, yeah, he is the nicest guy I think in that whole division. Um, he's in a stacked division though. But uh, yeah. you know, he's twenty six. We we can give we can give him we can give him a top twenty guy in six months time, and then number eighteen, and then number sixteen, and then number fourteen. Dana White, Sean Shelby. Let's make this man uh, a linear progression to the title. You know, I know well, Dana. He, everyone watched the show. He hasn't eaten a chocolate bar in over a, in years, so now yeah, he can't eat any more chocolate bars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who, was that Paul Felder that said yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. was he such a great chip. Bar in a while. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, another thing, um, I, you know, we can't fail to mention it because it, it is our um, our our fellow countryman, where he he he, he took a risk, eh? and he got a little bit political. Did you see yeah. that? Oh, he did. You know, yeah. He mentioned the farm murders in South Africa mm. that needs to stop and all that kind of stuff. Caught a bit of you heat know, online. I don't know if any of you guys saw that saying, oh, no, no, you know, in the midst of a Black Lives Matter situation, why bring up mm. farm murders? Uh, you know, like lots of, I, I saw lots of, lots of uh, comments on, on the, it was a South African post. And uh, it's amazing to see how much division there is. But um, yeah. kudos to him for actually even bringing it up and, and creating a bit of awareness. Yeah. yeah, I see. I see. I see. I see. Daniel just cringing, going, "What the fuck is he gonna say no. next?" <laughs> no, it's a strange one because you know you want to say um, all South African lives matter, but you can't say that because then it sounds like you're saying all lives matter. To which then you're saying some lives don't matter. But hold yeah. on, we we do we realize that Black Lives Matter, and and until Black Lives Matter, all lives you can't say that. But in South Africa, you really have to look at the Buddha population as a minority and the way that people are being killed is a bit different to other ways there's a lot of other shit involved so if he brings awareness to it i don't hate him for that no no i, know no, I can't no. say that you know something I um you know we should be talking about all murders um but when someone stands up for their people you have to also look at them and say you know so, we need yeah. to, we need to, yeah we need to support this guy and uh and 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 when 
you know, also the way the government treats murder in this country is appalling. I'll take any chance I can get to bash the ANC as well. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag ANC. Uh, hashtag footsack ANC. But, uh, you know, they got a bad track record. Um, facts are backing me up. They're, they're absolutely useless. Um, I don't think that's a controversial point at all to say. Uh, and we need to vote them out. And, and, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, is... you know what? Let Trickus, let Trickus say what he wants. He's, uh, he's, he's coming off a massive win. And uh, he didn't say anything racist, sexist. No, not at all. Not yeah. at all. So, uh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. We got it. He's got my support for sure. Right. Yeah, definitely. And, he's and a young you know guy. What? He he's yeah. got he's packing some power. He can he can it's, make uh, make some waves in our in our uh, in, in for our country in in the MMA UFC scene uh, over there. And let's yeah. not let's not forget we've got the Magic Man Don Madge. Yeah, yeah. Also representing SA he initially um with his head kick TKO of T Edwards and is in his UFC debut. debut getting the 50k he needs to get back in there I know he would yeah I know he last fought against the French guy in the opener I think it was Moncton I think no Moncton was Big his boxer, debut yeah. and and we need to get Don Madge back in there. I know we've got some Makachev pictures with, with, with Don. Don't know if that's going to happen. Um, I just think they're too it's far apart banter. in their careers. But uh, we'll see. So let, let's let's quickly touch on the main event for next weekend. It's a grudge match. Oh, it, was yeah. an initial, it was an initial friendly battle. And even Brian Ortega pulling out his uh, a Korean uh, gesture of love to... Chan Song Jun, the Korean zombie. Now it's gone bitter. Jay Park is involved, uh, a, a famous uh, uh, K-pop guy, and he was slapped at one of the events. It's got ugly. I can't wait to see this fight. What do you? How do you Oof. guys see it playing out? Dude, I am so excited to see Ortega back, and uh, like I think he's one of Two my years. best fighters. Dude, I've missed him, and I'm so proud to see what's going to happen. I mean, I'm also quite a big um, Korean, uh, zo I always say zombie, zombie, zombie. Um, yeah, zombie. I'm also quite a big fan of his, but um, I'm rooting for Tega. I'm very excited to see him back in the octagon now. Yeah. What do you say, Dan? So, I mean, I'll do a quick one on this. I think um, he, uh, he uh, K-pop star, what's his name? Uh, Jay Park. Jay Park was talking a bit of uh, smack on Twitter. And Brian asked him, uh, are you Jay Park? Are you Jay Park? And gave him a bit of a slap. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. I mean, a Gracie black belt slapping a normal pop star. Come on. Silly. <laughs> but anyway, Brian Ortega, are you trying to get crazy with this? Eh? Don't, you know <laughs> yeah. don't, don't tell me I'm losing my... Uh, <laughs> I need a 90s reference. Me. Yeah, anyway. Uh, back to the fight. I think, um, I think uh, the Korean zombie knows that he doesn't really... As, as good as Korean zombie is, and, and he's great. He's jujitsu is really good. It's underrated. I don't think he wants to roll around with Brian Ortega. Um, yeah, sec first or second degree Gracie Black Belt uh, from the academy since he was like eight years old. Yep. Rolling with purple belts when he was like 12. Um, this guy is the real deal uh, in grappling. And I think uh, Korean zombie is going to look... He's going to take a, a page out of Max Holloway's book for this fight. I also do think so. I... Uh, let's give it let's give it to to jay first what are your predictions oh um i don't know how it's going to go down but this uh, see it's also so hard because we haven't seen ortega fight in so long um 
but but we we were shown how he uh, he is beatable yeah make a prediction Come okay i'm just gonna go spin. second second round submission ortega good call that's a good call i'm gonna go decision korean zombie i think he keeps mm -hmm. it on the feet I, I think Korean Zombie doesn't have the same kickboxing as Holloway. He just isn't that good. Um, not saying anything bad about Korean Zombie. It's just that Holloway's, I mean, proven himself as a champion over, over quite a few years as an elite kickboxer who's very difficult to take down. Um, and I think, uh, I think Korean Zombie uses Max Holloway's game plan to show that Ortega's hittable and he does, he does the right defensive wrestling work to stay on his feet and he gets the decision. Oof. But I wouldn't be surprised by a second-round sub from Brian. I would not yeah. be surprised at all if he guillotines or, or takes his yeah, back yeah. or something strange happens in a scramble. Guys, I think I'm going bold. Eh? I think I'm going bold. I'm going third round. TKO, TKZ. The Koreans are... Oh, okay. TKZ. It's going to be a right. back and forth battle for the first round a little bit of feeling each other out it's going to be a little bit of a more contact uh, second round with a bit yeah. of scrambles on the ground getting up a lot of a lot of it against the fence and then i think uh, korean zombie is going to figure out brian ortega's uh, patterns on the feet and he's going to put him down you know i think ortega's been for the last when last did he fight like a year ago two years i think i think he's been kickboxing <laughs> against yeah. elite strikers let's, for two let's years. Let's see. Let's see. We're gonna see. I think he's gonna have hands when he gets back there. See, the funny, he hasn't. He hasn't. People have tried to find out what's like been happening. I mean, everyone knows he's been training, but he hasn't been like super open about what's been yeah. happening. Yeah. He's just well, been. I'm you, training. They, the the fight was booked initially, and then then they they pushed it out. And yeah. uh, I think it was Ortega had an injury. Listen, yeah. Ortega Wasn't had to like reconstruct his hand. Yeah, he had a lot of psychological battles to go through. This is going to yeah. be an interesting one, and I give I give the Korean Zombie the edge. Okay. I think I think we're going to see that Ortega's been doing karate and Muay Thai for two, like a lot of striking. But hopefully, yeah, hopefully it's it's had an effect, and he goes out there and throws bombs because that's what I want to see a fun fight. But um, well, now now we've made final, it interesting. Just a final note on this. Sorry, yeah. Jay. We'll we'll I'll, I'll end on you. We'll end on you is they don't call him the korean zombie for nothing yeah he's, he's he can take punishment yeah yeah no i was just gonna say i mean at least we're not all on the same page we've all got different yeah, calls it's gonna be a fun one it's gonna this make gonna it fun, fun um, and, then, and right, by then, the way then, before yeah. before we go to the social media burns mm. i just want to say there's two guys waiting in the wings that need to fight each other but if they don't they're still in the top five zabit and rodriguez 100 percent Hundred yeah. percent. Then you got that division is stacked oh, as well. Dude, there's all kinds of nonsense happening. Calvin Cater, uh, just coming off some 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 big wins. Uh, he's yeah. been active. Jeremy Stevens, and then it was um, who, who did he fight there after? Anyway, but Calvin Cater is also another guy that's in the mix that we mustn't forget about. No, Cyril Gan is back at heavyweight. Six and zero. That's a guy to look out for. Fun fight is going to be Caitlin Chikagian versus Jessica Andrade. I've got Andrade in that fight. I think she's just far more experienced. Yeah. I think I've got she's going to be a little bit too Knock much her. for Chikagian. I think she might put it down. Uh, or it's just going to be one of those fucking boring decisions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> got to I've be got Andrade. Like, I mean, I yeah, fast I also going some Andrade of the fights last weekend. 
um, Jimmy Crute, Modestus Bokaskas. That is going to be amazing. Do not blink in Jimmy Crute and Modestus. That is going to be If you guys haven't seen Modestus fight, watch it. He's on the main card for a reason. And uh, Jimmy Crute's just come just come off another win after follow, uh, after his first ever loss in his career. So that's going to be another banger. Thomas Almeida versus Jonathan Martinez on... Um, uh, or uh, on as, as the opener at featherweight and then Jillian Robertson in the prelims she's a, a fun one to watch she's a uh, the savage uh, she she's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, maniac and then there's a lot of Megovs and Gulovs and all that kind of stuff <laughs> on, yeah, on, I like those guys card as well they're always fun and they're but good wrestlers my biggest fight on this prelim card is the fighter coach who I have followed since the beginning. I love his fighting style. I love him as a coach. He has very successful fighters. James Krause. The oh. James Krause is going to be fighting Claudio Silva. And uh, that's going to be didn't a he, cracker. Didn't he take a short notice fight? And he lost. At a, at at a high, and it was a higher weight class. But he won to, the wasn't fight. It, doesn't he fight at welterweight and he, had, he took a middleweight fight? He took a middleweight fight, but he won the fight. He won two out of the three rounds convincingly and lost the un, uh, the split decision. Oh, no. So I was about to say that I thought Artem Lovov might have his GOAT uh, status challenge. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. So that's going to be a great fight. Um, and then all that's left to do is, is social media burns, chaps. Okay, yeah, so brought to you guys, by Skellywag Chili. Yeah, the Scallywag. social media burns brought to you by Scallywag Chili. Burns in, burns out. Just just a hey quick yo. note on the Scallywag Chili. I tried a new smoky flavor this weekend mm. and I have suffered the consequences. It has been amazing. Um, it's <laughs> habanero and red chili. There's a habanero and green chili. Go check out Scallywag on Facebook yep. for, for more info. And Rock's um, new nickname is Gilbert. <laughs> All right, so the first social media burns, uh, it's not much of a burn, but it's pretty fun, guys. We have the big old podcast Ooh, going, looking for an opponent on short notice. Does Don Madge so, really want to take on Islam Makachev? Is that the right but, fight for him? I say I, maybe not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it would be a fun fight just because I know Don is such a fighter. Yeah. And he's not he's not scared of anyone in the division. I will say to Sean Shelby and Dana White who do watch the show, um, you know, Big Al, Big Al's, Big Al's another podcaster in, in the scene, and he's yes. he's doing well. God bless him. Uh, that's a believe you me. He God gets bless. the big names in South Africa, so let's show him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll chat. We'll we'll try get uh, Don and, and 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 Little Giant on as well. Uh, we just got to not be so lazy and, <laughs> and yeah, for sure. Um, so, so yeah, it's because we missed three weeks. Otherwise, we could have got little Bokang on, uh, little giant. But I think, uh, look, Big Al's just, he's just joking. Sean Shelby, uh, Mick Maynard. Let's give Don, um, let's give Don a sort of top 50 guy, then top 40 guy. He's going to, he's going to be a champion one day. I just mm -hmm. want to, let's build him up the way we built up yeah. Connor. Yeah, yeah totally. for sure. For sure. I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. Um, let's get him back in there. Let, yeah, yeah, listen, let's Don Madge, it's time. It's time he gets back in the mix. Uh, it really is time. Yeah, he's 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 he's, he's, he's rearing to go. He he. Uh, it's the South African uh, useless government that was uh, closing the borders. And can't we just so. have a negative COVID test? 
and fly SAA to London. And then from London, you can probably, no, London's probably a bad example, but I don't know, Dubai, somewhere where you can get to America and get onto, <laughs> or, or, or either there onto Yaz Island. Uh, anyway, I'm ranting about the ANC again. Yes, Told you, I'll take any chance I can. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next social media burn. Listen, I don't think that Don Matt should be fighting Islam just yet. I think he needs to, to, to fight some other guys. He was calling out yeah, Stevie Ray draft. recently, I mean, or, or a year ago or so. And, um, by the Islam way, is a step up in competition. I, I, by the like, way, I while, believe, we, while we, yeah, sorry, go finish first. I do believe he could take, uh, I, I do believe he could have a, 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 a chance in the fight. And I mean, listen, I'm not doubting Don Madge in any, he can, I mean, the way how disgustingly active he is off his back is just yeah. a beauty to watch. Um, yeah. so, so I think he would be fine on the ground, but you know, Take take it easy. Take it slow. Don't don't fight a guy like Makachev. He's been in the in the in the game for quite a while. Yeah. yeah. Or or you could risk it, because he's two yeah. and zero. I mean, but <sighs> the thing is, he doesn't want to lose that O. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he wants to lose that O in the UFC. Um, but if he, I think if he was given Makachev, he would absolutely take it. Don's a fighter. He wants to fight, and he believes in himself. He really does. And yeah. I think the whole of South Africa is behind him, too. Yeah, um, just sure. talking about South African MMA, I heard that Trickus actually called out Kevin Holland, which I think would be a really fun fight. Uh, just uh, not to digress too much, but I think I don't really want to see Trickus versus a, a black belt jiu-jitsu guy mm -hmm. like uh, Jacare Souza. Like, I want to see Trickus versus some kickboxers, and I think I think Kevin Holland would be a great yeah, fight. I think Trickus would... And I think Trickers would make it fun and knock him out. Anyway, well, well, next week. Yeah. Uh, Trailblazer is hard to hit, eh? So you can't, you can't, uh, you can't say that too much. Well, Mark Mark Perez also thought he was hard to hit. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> All right, then next one is we got count. Uh, okay. Pay the man. So, happy to throw in some coin on that one for a crowdfund. Shut the fuck so up. So this pussy. is the, the, this just, is just to give you just yeah. Sorry, just to give you some context, this was a, I just love the way Dana White runs his social media. And uh, after the knockout where uh, Buckley scored a, no a knockout over Kasanayev, uh, I might be, Kasanganai, sorry, I butchered his name. Um, when, when, when Buckley scored that knockout, I think that there were so many knockouts on the card that he didn't get a bonus. I also think there's an element to it where the UFC feels like if you have someone's foot, you should be expecting that kick and blocking it or moving away. Mm. Um, and I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a striking expert by any means, but I think that the UFC feels like there were just better knockouts on the card, so he didn't get a bonus. So old Kelly Slater, the surfer, comes and says, pay the man, and says some other bullshit. And Dana oh, White it's just Kelly says, Slater! Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cheapers. Yeah, I yeah, didn't notice that it was Kelly Slater well, going, no, but and that's Dana why, White that's why it's, shut the fuck up. Look, if a random if a random oak comments that I think he gets about six likes, Kelly Slater's got a name, so he gets six hundred and forty nine likes, whatever. And Dana White just told him to shut the fuck up, pussy. Yeah, and he gets <laughs> seven hundred and forty five likes. And Sit you know down, what? Kelly Don't, Slater. <laughs> yeah, and but also, you know what? Don't tell Dana White how to promote MMA. No, like, true. True story. Just don't do it. Like, the guy is the president of the UFC for a reason, and the UFC is the greatest fighting championship in the world for a reason. Damn so skippy, I, brother. I agree. He, Shut the fuck up, pussy. Okay, Kelly said it's amazing, <laughs> but stick to the ocean. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. So uh, let's, let's go to the next burn. Okay, I think we're on the verge of freezing again, so let's go.
Oh, bullshit, man. We don't know. <laughs> well, you never know. You never know. It's, it's, there's a bit more bandwidth going in there. All right. All right. Okay. So next one. Let's go. Hamza Chimaev says, rankings have never mattered in the U. Oh, Darren Till says this. And, and Hamza shared it saying, rankings have never meant mattered in the UFC. Hamza, after I destroyed Jack, as in Jack the Joker Hermanson in December, if you're yeah. still struggling to get a match, I'll give you a go at the big boy son. Darren Till, you need to shut the fuck up yourself because you got to get <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah. Jack Hermanson. So, so what happened? So a little bit of context. So Hamza... Uh, he posted online that uh, I can't remember if it was on Facebook, Insta, Twitter. Mm. So he posted that um, uh, Wonderboy turned down a fight with him at, at welterweight and Chris Weidemann turned down a fight with him at middleweight because Kamzat said, I'm coming for, I'm coming to smash everybody. Yeah, we'll just smash everybody, <laughs> so, brother. So uh, Tarandil said that, he said, hey, rankings are never mattered in the UFC. After I destroy Jack in December, you're still struggling for a rematch. Wait, wait, I can't read it. If you're still struggling to get a match, I'll give you a go at a big boy soon. <laughs> Fuck you, I'm uh, scared of nobody. And speaking on that note, next um, one. Speaking on that note, we are a little bit, uh, we got some technical difficulties, but next one. Well, what's the technical difficulty? Uh, just a, it froze for one second. Oh, sorry, sorry, guys. I'm sorry. just being dramatic. Okay. And then so Dazzatil. till has got another one. Boom. So Mike Perry said that he would... Um, whoever... Okay, oh, so how much will you pay me for yeah, Thailand? Yeah, yeah. A <laughs> little bit of context. Mike Perry had his girlfriend in his corner last time because he said, I don't need coaches. I just want to make money and pay my tax. So uh, that was a bad Mike Perry impression, but whatever. That was horrendous, uh, yeah. So then he, then he said... Um, then he said, whoever wants to be my corner man, it's open. Just whoever pays me the most. So Dazza Till said he put 100,000 quid down. And uh, I think it was dollars, not pound. And said uh, he's going he's gonna to be Mike Platinum Perry's corner man. And this is amazing. This is fun. Uh, this it's going to be at middleweight. They fight in the same division. And I think that these guys are going to fight each other at some point down the line somewhere. Uh, just that Dazatil is a bigger name at the moment. Uh, but I think he takes the fight seriously if he's a cornerman. No, definitely. But I can't help yeah. but notice this comment here. Leslie Davidson goes, don't care about the £12.38 if that's <laughs> going to be in my pocket, your pre-owned Slazenger's trainer. Here we go again, <laughs> the fat <laughs> lesbian. <laughs> uh, so someone, someone, someone called him a, a pre-owned Slazenger trainer, which is quite a bad diss in Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, that is a diss. And, and, and Dazatil just said, shoot up, your, your big fat lesbian. <laughs> yeah, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> oh, who the fuck okay. is this guy? No, yeah, listen, yeah, so, uh, not, we, not we nice to call someone a big on... fat lesbian, but I, I think I see what he means. Anyway. Yeah, we need to keep an eye on what's going on with uh, Mike Perry, Because, you know, he's coming up against Robbie Lawless soon, so that's going to be fun. Yeah. Next one. Is that it? Is that social media burns? Is that all, boys? Can I? Hold on. Is Robbie Lawler moving up to middleweight? No, it's welterweight bout, bro. Oh, sorry. Perry's at welterweight. uh, Sorry, they both have fought fought at middleweight before, my bad. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's the social media burns for today, boys. Brought to you by Scallywag. Brought to you by Scallywag. And on that date, I think that's uh, from the corner. Yeah, we did a good catch up off over the three weeks. It's it's yeah. been a while. And listen, let's let's not um, 
let the listeners wait next time let's let's yeah. make sure that we're back next week we've got some big fights coming up um yes obviously fight island then we've got usc uh i think it's 254 coming up with uh gaichi and habib and you know what the great <laughs> thing boys i think we need to make a plan it's abu dhabi time which means Ooh. it's our time Ooh. yeah okay, I mean, you got okay. Whitaker, jared Oof, we could dude, do a little live oh. uh we can't call it Hold a on. companion but is bobby knuckles is bobby knuckles fighting jared cannonier yes oh my god so alexander it's, volkov yep it's the second best gorilla versus uh bobby yeah. knuckles okay I'm, I'm all in yeah let's let's try to do a companion but either way we'll be back yeah yeah 100 so it's khabib gaichi whitaker cannonier volkov walt harris makachev versus TB confirmed. <laughs> Cynthia Calvia versus Lauren Murphy and Margabed. Ankalaya finally, Kitalaba. Finally, let's hope that one happens, eh? Wow. Yeah, I'm I'm all in for Hulk. Let's go. Kitalaba. Let's go, baby. But is that the, that the episode for today, boys? That's it. Signing out. Love you all. This is from the corner. We're out of here. Peace. Peace. <laughs> is just higher i'm telling you that's the worst thing i've ever seen in my life that's probably one of the worst things i've ever heard let's move on just like that